Great, 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 We still haven't chosen a new Juke Deck theme song. I don't know if we ever will. I think it should be a running a running meme that we just keep asking for new ones and never get any. We tried that. We never, we just even forgot to ask for new ones. I've got hiccups now. Awesome. I can't wait to do this. This is going to be a great episode. Hipster and hiccups. Hipster and hiccups. Welcome back to Hipster and Hiccups uh, for episode 52, a year's worth of weekly content. Uh, We've done it, Mr. Hiccups, Dave Knight. We have, in fact, fact done it. I think we've broken David. He's got a cough uh, and hiccups. It feels feels like a lot longer than than, uh, 52 weeks plus a few extra where we didn't do one since we started. I have to be honest with you. It does feel like a long time. I feel like I've aged ten years yeah. doing this podcast with you, David. It's like a, it's like being president of the United States of America or something. It's. Do you know what I was thinking? That it's. It's almost exactly the same thing. And when you really, when you really sit down to think about it, like I mean, the amount of trouble we've had putting someone on the Supreme Court. I mean, it's. Do you know what I mean? It's. It's like whoever, whoever wins, we're gonna have some advice for them. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. We could we could run for president based on our platform of hipster and hack. Oh, l- listen, I I used to listen to the band Presidents of the United States of America when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, I know which, them too. Peaches, which which, and, uh, which gives me gives me more experience than, for example, Donald Trump <laughs> or or, or uh, Sarah Palin or Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah, or just a rock. Big, just, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe not the Rock. I reckon he's probably quite savvy about politics. Man, could you imagine if it was if that was the the election? It was it was uh, Donald Trump versus the Rock for the presidency. See, you laugh now, but it's in two thousand and twenty, right? And it's like in the week that we're, or in the few days that we're recording this until it comes out, like Hillary Clinton is going to announce like The Rock as her vice president. Now, Hillary Hillary Clinton is like the special guest referee. <laughs> you imagine Hillary Clinton as president, Hillary Clinton, The Rock ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> oh my God, the puns would be amazing. Oh, what a farce that is. Anyways, this is not a political podcast, uh, although it has been rather political the last two weeks, unfortunately. I will try and change that for you. Um, this is a podcast where David and I talk about tech. Wait, wait, what, what are you doing? What, what? Why, why, that's my bit. That's a new year, man. I'm stealing your all bit. Right. Oh, well, I tell you what, all right, all right. <laughs> a, a, although A, a. is not a new year. Technically, it's the last week of the old year. Uh, but B, why don't you give it a go? I, well, I think I could do it much, much faster than you. This is this well, is a then. podcast where we talk about three tech stories and drink beer. But who are we? This is important information. It doesn't matter. It does matter. I'm Travis Todd, aka Hipster, and you're David Knight, 
I was waiting for you to do my bit. Heck. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll give you back the bit if you want it, Dave, next week. I was going to offer to do your bit and yeah. then mock you mercilessly. And I just thought, that's not going to turn out well. It's going to turn out to be really offensive. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be the bigger man. You I'm, just I'm don't, just going to move on. You just don't know how my bit goes, because I am the host, and you are my co-host, my friend. That's no, I, I was, was going to do, do my impression of your famously awkward opening line, um, but I, I'm, not, I'm not going to. All right, next week, you're on the spot, Dave. <clears throat> oh, yeah, good. I can be awkward. Good stuff. All right, well, this week, um, we are going to talk about... Uh, what am I going to talk about? Here we go. Uh, uh, bodyguard, hoverboards, uh, and hudways. All interesting. Like this seems like there's like an they, alliteration in there or something. They go well together, don't they? They they feel like a sort of uh, a rock and roll group from the 1950s. Yeah, it's like bodyguard, hoverboard, and hudway. Yeah, like, like sing the blues. Yeah, they're like a folk, you know? a folk rock band yeah, uh, that yeah, opened yeah. for Creedence Clearwater Revival or something. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. Uh, Don McLean up, singing about there. Cue up the music for Bodyguard. <laughs> Bodyguard, Dave, is a story Bodyguard. you dug up uh, that yes. we found uh, through Tech uh, EU. Tech EU, I think. Um, <clears throat> so. What it is, in a nutshell, <clears throat> is a uh, home security device, a smart home security device. So it's a company that makes a smart home security device, which is called Flare. Right. Uh, uh, and I'll come back to the name in a second. Um, and now it's a nifty little thing that sits on your wall somewhere in your house. Um, and it has capabilities including like a motion detector, it has a camera, the camera can recognize your face and the face of people you know, can recognize your voice. Can recognize uh, it has a temperature sensor to detect when somebody's in the room because of the rising temperature. It's connected by Wi-Fi, but also has a 3G SIM card in case your Wi-Fi goes down. Uh, and it, it's plugged in, but also has batteries in, you know, in case uh, uh, electricity goes out. It has a microphone, so you can actually tell it stuff with your voice, and it'll recognize it. It's on the surface. It's, it's, it's very, very clever. It has like a speaker and a siren, and alarms will go off. You try and rip it off the wall, the alarm will go off, all this kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> now... And it's First, available for pre-order now. Right, sorry. And the news is that uh, they, they got a, a, a million uh, big ones in uh, further seed funding, I'd say, because they've been working on it for a while. There's 12 of them, 12 people working on this, and they got some uh, unnamed agent investors and a German electronic component, components company called Bachmann uh, have put uh, a million uh, euro, uh, sorry, a million dollars, so uh, just under a million euros, I think. Now, the system yeah. is supposed to be launched this summer for uh, 279 euros. Um, and <clears throat> the uh, finance round comes after a very, very successful uh, Kickstarter campaign when they raised $220,000 in a, in a campaign where I think they were asking for 10,000. So that's gone very well. Team of 14, not 12. Yep. Now, first things first, the name, Flare. Uh, F-L-A-R-E. But it's Which all apparently They've apparently registered because they have that little R thing going on on their website. But like, it, it, it's in capital letters, <clears throat> which makes me think... It's an acronym? <clears throat> it's an acronym. Now, I've not been able to find... Uh, and I'm saying this now because I'm just I'm clicking on something because I've not actually... I didn't check before. But, <laughs> um, I've not actually found uh, what it could mean. So I came up with some backronyms. 
Okay. Right? That I thought by how Awesome, because I was going to challenge you to come up with something off the top of your head if you didn't. You see, I can read your mind, and I just, yeah, I'm better than you. So, <laughs> first one, okay. right? Right, you ready? Mm-hmm. So, flare, F-L-A-R-E. Okay. A smart home security device. A smart home security device. Here we go. All right, first feel, one. Feel, all right, you ready? Feel less at risk every day. Pretty good. I thought that was good, right? That's, That's totally pretty good. Simple. Now, the one I think it actually and, stands uh, for. Buddy, buddy guard, if you, uh, if you don't, if this is not an acronym, uh, that, that will cost you. Yeah. I, you I literally will Trademark David Knight? Yeah, like that, that million dollars, I would, I would only ask for like, what, half of it? I mean, it's fine. Sure. Yep. Um, now... The other one, the one there's, I think there's really no, there's really no price you can put on a on a good brand name, you know. Well, there is. It's five hundred thousand dollars. But um, no, <laughs> listen. The, the the one the one I think they should use, which mm-hmm. I would actually be willing to give them for a lot less, mm-hmm. um, maybe like I don't know, two hundred fifty thousand, ten bucks and a couple of beers, um, <laughs> is this one. You ready? <laughs> You're a cheap guy. All right, I'm ready. Fire lasers at real enemies. <laughs> Because what they do is they'd attach lasers to it, and if it detected somebody, they'd be like, and, and then you'd be dead. Uh, or dead. I love it. Burned. That's amazing. It's so good. That's what I think it actually stands for. Uh, um, now, I've been talking for a while, so why don't you blab on? But I do have a, well, uh, one more point. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to talk about the product. <laughs> I think we then we rehash the name to death. Um, I think, uh, you know, on one hand, I think it's. Uh, they obviously have something going if they're able to raise this much money and they have the backing of some uh, big uh, electronics manufacturer. Um, so it seems like somebody believes in them. I mean, this is the first I've heard of them. And um, when you rattled off all the features that this thing has, there's a thing we have, a, a term we have in the technology world called vaporware, which is when a product says it does a lot of things but that doesn't, they can't do any of them. It's just vapor. It's nothing, right? And that's a bit the feeling I get when you read all the crazy things this, this device can do. So that, so I immediately take it like with a, with a, a grain of salt, a, uh, you know, take it, their, their claims with some, some caution. <laughs> Sorry, here. you just say grain of salt. Isn't that what it is? Take it with something with a grain of salt. I isn't, don't know. It, isn't it a pinch of salt and grain of rice? Or does that not make sense? No, I don't think that makes sense. All right. It's definitely a pinch of salt. All right, just carry on. Maybe in a I'll recipe, it's a pinch of salt. I'll give you a pinch of salt in your eye. I'll give you a you punch interrupt of me again. fist. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, but that being said, um, I have done, like, as, I'm, as we're working on our new building in Berlin, and, like, I'm <laughs> somehow in charge of the technology for the building, um, <laughs> we have been, like, looking at a lot of, Oh, my like, God. Yeah. <laughs> It's scary. Uh, the, light, the lights are not going to work, are they? It's going <laughs> to no. have like the best Wi-Fi in Berlin, and then the lights are not going to work. Well, they don't work right now. I've got to fix them. Um, no, but uh, we looked at a lot of um, smart devices, and uh, security devices are surprisingly like dumb. Like the, the stuff that's on the market that's billing itself as like smart security devices is really bad. Like the, the integrations are bad. Like the technology is bad. The the Industrial design is bad, and so um, I mean they're they're talking a lot with this product about home security and like everything's yeah. based on the home. But like I could totally yeah. see this if it if it really does work and works well with um and and you can network the devices and stuff like that. Like it would be amazing to have something like this for an office um, environment. So um, what well, I, I think I mean sorry go on carry on. 
So I'm if they want to send me one to test out, I'm keep very keen to test it out in our office. Yeah. And, uh, and if it works, we'll do a big bulk order of them. How about that? So I think, like, I, I, I do think this is very, very much aimed at, like, the, the home market. And you would need, like, not just different technology, but a whole different approach for an office. Now, I, I, I agree with you about um, yeah. what you're saying about them pitching all these features. They probably don't need half of them. The, the key thing, which perhaps I, I didn't touch so much on, Oh, not the key thing, but one of the things that makes it very interesting is this idea that you can connect it to your phone so that um, uh, it actually knows where you are. If you want it to, you, you, it, you know, it can track your GPS. It knows when you're around, um, and it can have much more of a, a clear connection to who you are. So it's like this idea of, of not carrying, you know, of changing the locks on your door so they're not keys. They're just something you have on your phone or whatever. Mm. Um, and to, to make that, like, as 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 an enclosed you know system that that has very clear access to you, it'll make it that bit safer because it will be a lot harder to impersonate you. You can't just take the key out of your pocket and go and, and you know go and go in. That you know it, it, it there is that ability to, to do that. Okay, my other point is oh, that I was going <laughs> to make. What are you talking about? <laughs> I feel what like mean? I've lost you, Dave. All right. Well, look, <laughs> like, the point is whether it needs like voice recognition as well as heat-seeking lasers or whatever yeah. it's got. Um, but the fact that I didn't mention before about its ability to be in direct contact with with you and where you are makes it, you know, quite... You, you can see that aspect of home security, don't you, Pat? Well, I think... In an office, I mean, you, you need well, a lot more general accessibility. Well, if you look at... Okay, right, but we're building also startup offices where, you know, there's probably just as many people in a startup office as there is in an average home, right? No, but <laughs> like, they're also, you're also going to be changing everybody every, like, three months as yeah. the nature of a startup office. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you want other people to access the building. So that's why this approach, I guess, is more... But I, but I can't imagine yeah, that they, they're they not thinking about the potential of B2B sales and bigger well, but But you need like a whole that. different approach. This thing, you probably couldn't, like... It'd probably be quite difficult to sort of alter the product once it was out there and whatever to make you know to, for, for for large scale offices. Sure. Um, but the, I think the other interesting the other, the other interesting angle that we haven't talked about is um, <clears throat> the privacy angle because the idea is that this is a one device that is completely you know it's a closed system. It's just you and the device, and therefore you're giving access to everything. Uh, on the basis that it won't, you know, blah blah blah. Because one of the things it says is, oh, you know, he uses the camera, but at you. yeah, we follows you. But he <laughs> uses this camera to like see who people are. But once you're in and you sort of checked in, then you you're like, I'm here. You can see it's me because you recognise my face, mm. and also you see I've got my phone on me. Uh, it'll go okay, and then it will cover up the lens. Yeah. Now, you know, I, I'm not saying I don't trust that. I'm just saying. That if somebody can hack like a, 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 an electric car, then they can probably hack that, and then they have a camera inside. Well, again, the this goes back one. to like this vaporware. Like, how does it do that? Does it do it from like facial recognition and like body heat sensing? Okay, that's like less harder to hack. But if like you just steal my phone, walk into the office, and it goes, "Oh, hey, Travis is here. I'm gonna shut off." But but it, like, but it's it, it it's 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 connected to Wi-Fi or at least three G, if not Wi-Fi. So therefore, it must be hackable, unless yeah. it's got you know the 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 absolutely top grade security. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is it has a camera that it says will be turned off when you're around. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm just throwing this out there. I'm just saying it's you know it's yeah. something to think about. I, I would love to test it. So hey guys, if you want us to 
test it out, send us one, and we'll put it in our small office and test it with our home family. We'll put it in Travis's flat and we'll try and hack it. There we go. Pretty good. All right. Well, uh, if you want to check out more about uh, BuddyGuard and Flare, uh, their website is BuddyGuard.io. So you can pre-order the device there as well. And um, it does look yeah. pretty cool. I have to say, for all this, all the, the the sort of questions I've asked it, I think this is pretty cool. But I might be I might be persuaded to like actually put a physical barrier between the lens and me when I was around. <laughs> Yeah, and I think the other thing I mean I've noticed here is that like all the pictures on the website are renderings. Like I don't actually see a real device anywhere. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And of course it's early days, and of course they've got all these promises. But you know every yeah. company does that. So let let's see what they come out with. Let's see. Yep. Good luck to them. Mr. And uh, I'm keen to see uh, where it goes. <clears throat> let's move on to the second story of the week, which is um, very uplifting. And uh, it's called Archaboard. So Archaboard is (laughs) billing itself as the world's first real hoverboard. And are you are you a fan? (laughs) It uses it uses fans. I'm not only a fan. I'm 36 fans of this. Um, so, like, hoverboards have been in the news a lot recently, right? Like, so Christmas was the craze with this thing that Well, was Back to the Future, like, right? Back to the Future. There you go, that's probably the way yeah, we're... October probably, last yeah. year, yeah. six months before that, building up to that, right? Yeah, so... so like, okay, so, so like, the, in, in, in the film Back to the Future 2, they went to October the 29th, 2015, um, and there were hoverboards, and everyone's always banged on about... There better be hoverboards by the time we get to October 29, 2015. So people were like, hey, let's make hoverboards that aren't really hoverboards, and we'll call them hoverboards, uh, and then they all blew up and caught fire. Right. So these were the little things that were like mini segues for your feet. That yeah. There was all these YouTube videos of people falling over. There were huge Christmas gifts, but they were also yeah blowing up and catching on fire. They, but they were but also like they were the complete opposite of hoverboards. They were barely a board, and they certainly weren't hovering. Yeah, and so it's been kind of like this this gimmicky thing to do if you're an industrial designer or have a ton of money to throw around over the last <clears> year, like to build a hoverboard. And there was another, there was like Lexus built a hoverboard as well mm-hmm. that apparently cost them something like thirty, forty thousand euros to produce like one hoverboard um, that actually worked. And then um, there was this other company that built this hoverboard that Tony Hawk was, you know, skating around in this half pipe on yeah, yeah. Um, that was like magnetic based, but you had to like use the hoverboard on metal that was then magnetized you couldn't like just ride it anywhere so um like it's been a, a, a craze recently and so like the latest one is this one called archaboard um which is is by all accounts like i guess more of a mobile it is a board that hovers so we should say that um and it can hover on any surface so it and, does and check the boxes and it's, and it's not attached to anything because there have been other hoverboards that had like a big pipe attached to them right now so this, thing, this is technically a hoverboard technically a hoverboard and it's it's powered yeah. by 36 high power uh, electric ducted fans um that that thrust downward and then allow you to kind of fly on this thing and um they've got a kickstarter campaign going on um and it's it's basically like the like, like, like we said, it it does tick all the boxes for hoverboard, but it's like the poorest excuse for a hoverboard. Like, it looks 
so clunky. It's this giant like square or rectangle that looks like a tabletop. And every single picture on here and the video itself, the people look so damn awkward writing this thing that it, like it's never going to catch on, right? And it's being proven by that. Like they've had, um, they have a goal of two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars on their Kickstarter as of recording this, and they have six hundred and twelve. <laughs> like, so they're not even close to being there. Um, and I just, I think it's, I think it's so ridiculous. Like, why is everyone chasing this? Not six hundred twelve thousand. Six hundred twelve. Six hundred twelve. You have you have to go to this Kickstarter Archibald A R C A B O A R D, um, because of uh, there's this brilliant video of this guy dressed like all in black with black leather jacket. I think he thinks he's Blade, um, and he's riding this thing, which to be absolutely fair is actually a hoverboard. It's hovering all over the place, um, and he's just he doesn't move. He's the most terrified person wearing all in black with a black leather jacket I've ever seen in my life he's just honestly you, you have to watch it it's really funny um, which like you said is just well yeah. I just think it's like why are we doing this like like why are we wasting so much brain power on this like obviously like there's like a hoverboard is is like when you actually think about the physics of it it doesn't make any sense to have this thing like why it doesn't make like I'd rather you make a flying car or a jetpack or something rather than this hoverboard because, like, it, it serves no purpose. You know, it it is it is fascinating. I mean, I'm I'm of the generation, um, as I'm sure you are as well. That Back to the Future, um, the, the the films you know, are, are such an integral part of our childhood, right? Right. And it's the same for it's the same for every generation has these like the, these things are so important not because they're that amazing, but because they were there when you were that particular age so for people who were born the generation before us it was star wars or it was et right and for the generation after us it was whatever the hell those kids watched um but the point is you know, that sticks with you so much that that generation of people who were young kids in the mid to late 80s early very early 90s sort of are now like you know geeks and nerds and doing all this kind of stuff and those films had a i guess had a had a broader reach, but you know, in, into the nineties, um, that they, you know, it's incredible. Like these, this whole hoverboard thing came about because of that film. There wouldn't be this obsession with hoverboards. I don't think so. Yeah, if, really, if it wouldn't be that that one particular film, it's amazing how much an effect that can have. It's really wild, and like, I mean, some people have pointed out that like this technology could be used for like, you know transporting heavy goods or creating you're like blah blah there's blah other yeah. trans, there's other like, like, like that hovercraft can do that. Like, like hovercraft right invented by a brit yeah which yeah. which can go across pretty much most terrain right yeah. with a big enough hovercraft um and yet they're not used that much because you don't need to have that ability yeah, most it, of the time it is a, it is a really wild phenomenon. So if anybody can like like point us to some reason that like we should keep looking into this besides like complete nostalgia, I'm totally interested in hearing it. So tweet at us if you uh, if you have any uh, insights there. Um, otherwise, I'd like to float on to the next story, Dave. Um, oh, uh, uh, sorry. I was I was just thinking about Back to the Future too. Otherwise, I would have been thinking about puns so <laughs> i was thinking god the cubs came pretty close to winning the world series not that close but you know <laughs> anyway <clears throat> carry on nice reference uh if you do want to check it out it's arca board a-r-c-a board on kickstarter 
Uh, there's 23 days left to go, so you should be able to get in on that campaign and order a $10,000 ARCA board if you do want one. Right. right. Talking about stupid ideas. No, wait, okay, okay, okay. You're going to lead it off here? Go Oof. for it. Oof. Um, it's not a terribly stupid idea. It's just vaguely stupid. Uh, Hardware. I haven't done that for a while, actually. Announced one of our sections. That's pretty Dang. cool. How does that feel? Oh, good. Um, <laughs> Hardware. Now, this is a very, very simple idea, uh, which is part of why I don't like it. Um, <laughs> this is exactly why I love it. Well, what it is, is an app on your phone, and the, the idea is is that it, it, it um, makes driving safer in low visibility conditions, when it's dark, when it's raining, uh, when it's foggy, that kind of stuff. And literally all it does is um, uh, you put it on your uh, 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 dashboard in your car, and it reflects up into your screen. It literally is just a, field, a, yeah. on your on your windshield. It's just a display. Of, it's just your phone screen, uh, but it's done in a way that it, it reflects up up onto your windscreen and it acts as a heads up display. Right. Right. So you see, like it it looks like it's projecting the way the road's going. So if you can't see, there's a there's a bend ahead. You see, there's a bend. Well, what it does is creates like a virtual heads up display, like some that's that you know, just fancy what I cars said. have. Just what I said. Literally, what? just what I said. Yeah, you said it reflects up into your windshield. It does, it does. Like the, the, the screen reflects into your windscreen to create the effect of a heads-up display. But if you've ever had the, the privilege of driving a really fancy new car, like a new Audi or uh, Mercedes, a lot of, they all have these the, this built into the car where right. they, they right. have a heads-up right. display instead, that projects... Instead of the, building one into your car, you're going to put one on your phone, rest it nonchalantly, even on a non-slip pad, on the, da the dashboard of your car, which, by the way, will be angled downwards because it's the dashboard of a car. Yeah. And then you're going to set off uh, and follow your phone uh, blindly, even though you're not quite sure you put it straight. I don't know. And, and then, right, because like you said, this already exists in it, fancy cars, and in two years' time, it's going to exist in every car ever. No, I don't think say, that's, that's People are going to say, like, that's, that's the same thing about why automated. did we bother investing in that app that makes no money? Because, uh, like, from the video, it looks like they put ads on the app. When you, the beginning of your journey, you say, it goes, all right, you're here. You, you say, yes, thank you, GPS, I am there, and I'd like to go here. It goes, ah, okay, we'll figure out directions. I just put us on your dashboard with this non-slip thing, which will totally work, and you won't spend half <laughs> half your trip feeling around blindly in the footwell of the passenger seat, <laughs> looking for the phone that fell off your dashboard, and now not only are you driving blind, but also you're down in the passenger footwell. Um, but then, like, people aren't going to be looking at the ads because they're looking at the heads-up display. Uh, and then, of course, uh, every car's going to have it in two years' time, and, uh, yeah, it's waste time. Also, the thing that really annoyed me about it, now I'm on a roll, right, <laughs> Is that the video? I'm letting you rant. The video, the video explaining this was fine. I liked the video. It was simple. It got to the point. Pretty stilty acting, but that was fine. She that was explained a cute what girl. was. Yeah, yeah. She she explained what was happening, what was going on. It was nice and easy. Got all the way to the end, and I was like, I get this. This is a good video. It explains what it is without being blah blah blah. I know where you're going with and this. I'm, the last I thing exactly she said, going. I wrote this down, and I wish I was joking. I am not. She said after all this very very simple clear explanation. explanation she said join us and together we will move mountains for the smooth road to success <laughs> oh yeah that I'm, I'm, I'm too ang i'm too angry to talk anymore that's it all right well i i, I brought this uh, this story uh, up as a suggestion uh, actually i think i 
it really bizarrely like came to it through like a Twitter or Facebook ad. But I just thought it was a really um, clever way to rethink a mobile phone as a projection device. Like, and I really love those kind of, even if it doesn't, even if it maybe is not super practical, like Dave said, like they also have a Kickstarter campaign. I don't know if you saw that for a thing called Hug, a Hudway Glass that is an actual um, mounting unit that you can put your app in and uh, your phone in and use this because of probably exactly what you said, like actually resting it on your dashboard. One, it only works when it's dark or low visibility, so it doesn't work during the day. And two, um, yeah, your phone was probably flying off like the, 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 the dash of the, the car. Um, so they've actually, you know, they're actually kickstarting a, a, a hardware to, to put your phone in uh, that, that projects up onto like a little uh, heads up display screen. Um, so, um, but I thought, I just, I just really loved the idea of, of taking a mobile phone, thinking about it differently and, and using it to, to, you know, project as a, as a projection device instead of, uh, instead of kind of a screen. And I, I just got back from Portugal a couple of weeks ago and I had that, that same problem in the rental car. Like I, there was nowhere to like mount my phone and I needed to use it all the time for direction. So I had to like, like wedge it in the dash somehow, like really awkwardly. And I was like, if there was a really simple way to like, like use my phone as a heads up display, and even if it, you know, even if it was a product I had to take with me to like mount it, like that would be really useful, at least. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, like, <laughs> like I, you know, I, it, it is annoying when you don't have the proper mount, okay? Because I mean, I, I've driven my mom's car a couple of times, and she's got like a. You know, it's not that new a car, and she bought like a separate GPS, which is fine; it works. Um, but the mount broke, and and you sort of have to sit it down somewhere near where the gear stick is. For Americans, um, right. that's it's like a, something you have to actually change the gear yourself, um, <laughs> and it's it, it's just rubbish because every time you go around a, a like a roundabout or around a corner at more than about ten miles an hour, it flies off into the stairwell. <laughs> and it's just and like when you generally don't know where you're going and you're t- trying to find your way through rural Sussex as I was once you're just like Ugh. anyway the other thing the other thing I quite like was the comparison with um, like fighter jets right because fighter jets is perhaps uh, the most obvious <laughs> example of, 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 of a use case for, for heads up display right because it's right. split second like you know these guys have the best reactions in the world okay right and they need to have that in their eye line and it's you know blah 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 and it was just like, just like they have in fighter jets. And you can imagine, can't you? Somebody doing Mac <laughs> 2.5 going, oh, there's bogeys on my tail. There's one up ahead. And, oh, damn it. Wait a sec. Hang on. I just have to, no, no. I just have to get the, the heads up. No, hang on. It's down here somewhere. What happened to those bogeys? Huh? All right. Okay. Are we ejected? <laughs> I'm never going to get my damn phone. <laughs> Wait, no, I've got the phone. Uh, yeah, the heads up display is saying that we died. Okay. Is that right? Is that? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah well i did download the app i'm gonna try it next yeah, time i'm driving do. in no, the dark um i'm, I'm curious even... i am curious like yeah, yeah. uh and, uh, i think it, it, it's interesting and like i mean you you're definitely uh over exaggerating with the fact that cars are all going to have this in two years because i think if there's anything we know from the whole ai um uh, driving uh self-driving car thing is that's going to take a long time yeah but like but this isn't okay out. let me let me just revisit this point very quickly because what I meant like isn't, you know, self-driving cars is something else. I'm not saying they're going to be everywhere in two years. But the different features, right, it, it's through the entire history of cars, you know, most of these features have come in and the higher-end cars and yeah. gradually they've become standard on lower-end cars. 
just the way it is. You look at a... At yeah, a, but it takes a while for old cars Sure, but like down. this this is something that, that's not technologically difficult to incorporate, right? It's just an extra feature, which at the moment you can probably buy as an extra option. But I guarantee you, before too long, will be part of the built-in package of a car. Because it, it really isn't that difficult, like you said. No, it's not no, totally, totally. So, so, so unlike, say, a self-driving car or even, you know, having, like, decent um, AI in your car, whatever, uh, this is, you know, it is going to be, you, you, you do, I, it is a serious point that you do wonder uh, how uh, uh, useful this system will be. In a little yeah, while. but there's still, like, a, probably a good 10 years or so before they phase that. But, like, but this, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't take any, like, if this, if this proves to be useful... And everyone starts going, oh, I really want that app because it's really useful to me. Car companies will say, it's going to cost us, like, c comparatively, it's going to cost us nothing in the terms of developing our next car, the cost of developing our next car, to throw in uh, a quick heads-up display uh, in the dashboard. Right, but those are only seat. new cars, David. Those, those are not, like, used cars, you know? Like, the car I bought in 2015, last year, was built in 2008. Right, so just because you're you're a cheapskate and I buy a new car every year, you, like <laughs> you haven't had a car ever, I don't think. Up yours, I've had plenty of I've, cars. I've, I've I've owned probably I've I've owned four or five times as many cars as you've owned. I I, I have owned that. as in in my name, I have owned one car. Yeah, exactly, and I've owned five. And it was so, a, it was boom. a Fo it was a Volkswagen America uh, wins, <laughs> but it, but it was not a diesel, so I don't think it was breaking any emissions tests. Partly because it was from 1992. Yeah, because um, you're a cheapskate. Didn't full circle. Didn't didn't have central logging, let alone remote central logging. <laughs> yeah, and no heads up display. It was a coupe though. <laughs> a coupe. It was a Volkswagen Polo coupe. And an engine size of 1,272 milliliters. Coupe. You can't call that a coupe. It, well, no, no, because it, there, was, there was a different body style. You just style. couldn't afford the other two No, 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 no. This is, why, <laughs> this is why everyone used to call it the coupe. Because it was like the worst coupe ever in terms of... It was a hatchback with a slightly different body style to the polo hatchback. So it was called the polo coupe. Ugh, I'm not kidding. That's, that's what its name was. It was the coupe. It, it was called by Volkswagen a coupe. It was called the coupe by all of my friends. I'm not surprised. Because they were jealous. <laughs> yeah. Also, the, the bodywork was very faded, and then somebody set fire to it in Yorkshire. And <laughs> it was a great little car. It still worked. It sounds sounds poupe. You sound rubbish, pay. <laughs> very good. Very good. All right. Well, I think we've driven that story into the ground. Oh, really? Do you think so? I, I really think so. We really love those car puns. Uh, before we uh, end it, though, Dave, uh, just real quick, um, Hudway, uh, the, uh, if you're curious, the uh, URL is hudwayapp.com, H-U-D-W-A-Y-app.com. Uh, the name. I want your rating on the name. We haven't done this in a couple of episodes. Yeah, I'm thinking about this. Um, I get where they're going with it. Uh, and it... it this is one of those ones where I, it's not brilliant, put it that way. Um, I'm sort of swerving, if you like, uh, between <laughs> uh, like, uh, all right, pretty good and nah, not great. 
Yeah, I, I, I can't was, quite I, make my mind up. It's not terrible and it's not brilliant. I, I was feeling the same way um, when I first saw it. I was like, ah, oh, it's, it's okay name. Uh, and then I was trying to remember what it was called to suggest it as a yes, story, and yes, I couldn't yes, remember. Yeah, and then I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. it's a bad name because I can't yeah, remember it. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we when we go through these stories and we're like, which one should we do? Which one shouldn't we do? And you end up with like a, a sort of Chrome window of a million tabs, and then you're going, oh, which one is it? And it's the ones where you have to go back to your notes to remember the actual name, right? In order to go and then find it, find the right tab. That is actually quite a good, quite a good like indicator of how bad a name is. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. All right. Well, best of luck to our Russian friends Absolutely. there in Hubway. Absolutely. And I uh, hope that you can uh, have great success. Why? Uh, why but by the way, why is their um, mascot or their, their symbol? Why is, why is it an owl? I guess low visibility, like seeing in low visibility is what do, I was Do owls do that? Yeah, they are nocturnal, Dave. Let me tell you about owls. Why, why not a bat? <laughs> All right. Um, if you'd like to follow up on this discussion, join our new podcast, Dave and Travis Discuss <laughs> Nocturnal Animals on the Castronauten Network, starting next week. The Batronauten Network. Yeah, exactly. Batman is our first guest. All right. Uh, if you'd like to follow more of our terrible puns and... Bruce Lane. <laughs> mindless lame ramblings you can follow me at Travis J. Dodd I'm at Dave in Berlin on the Twitters you can also tweet at us both at hipster and hack uh, also on Facebook at hipster and hack please rate and review us on iTunes we love you all very much and, and uh, big shout out to Maria I don't think we've mentioned Maria our producer oh, yeah Maria's uh, obviously been super busy the last few weeks with her yes. uh, network launch so she hasn't had a lot of time for us but we still love her this podcast will be she... so absolutely awful without maria it's unbelievable how oh, bad yeah. it would be oh yeah oh yeah this wouldn't be a podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maria. It, it would, would literally be... just be me and travis talking to each other Skyping and drinking <laughs> beer <laughs> we die and someone finds some other <laughs> terrible recordings of one-sided conversations on our laptops and we would be like oh give it here <laughs> <laughs> we love you maria we do all right guys have a great week see you next time Thank you.